when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. There's a famous saying, what gets measured gets managed, or what gets measured gets done. It's often attributed to Peter Drucker, but most of his people say he never said it initially. Other sources say it was coined by William Thompson, the Scottish physicist, also known as Lord Kelvin. Now, that dude learned how to measure electrical units. But when it comes to measurement, what happens when you are measuring the wrong things? Does that lead to doing the wrong things and inaccurate data? Regarding data from your website, businesses and some gurus tend to focus on traffic as the primary measurement of success. If you buy ads or do better SEO, you'll see your website traffic increase. Although a rise in stats is exciting, what if I told you that you may be measuring the wrong ones? Traffic equates to visitors or hits. If you dig deeper, you'll see that the vast majority of that traffic spends about one to 10 seconds on your website. A human can only do a little bit within that time, but a bot or a web crawler can determine if your URL is working and if it's legit and if certain keywords are present. As awesome as that is, What percentage of your annual sales can be attributed to bots or web crawlers? I would imagine that would be between 0.001% and 0.03%. In other words, literally nothing. Humans tend to engage anywhere between 30 seconds to 30 minutes on your website. What you want to measure is that engagement. For example, a client of ours has monthly web traffic of around 7,000 hits, sessions, or visits, depending on what you want to call it, to their website per month. 95% of those are 0 to 10 seconds. Less than 5% are 10 to 30 seconds, and around 1% are 30 seconds to 10 minutes or more. Which portion of those 7,000 visitors do you think are most likely to start a conversation and make a purchase? It makes sense to focus on what content these visitors are looking at and try to get them to engage more. What you want to measure first is what are the engagers engaging with? That can be found by looking at what pages are getting around one to three minutes of time on that page. 
Now keep in mind that bots can drop that below one minute if they're the majority of hits on that page. So don't immediately throw away any data that says one minute or less. Obviously, you'd like to know who those visitors are, but technology and privacy laws limit your ability to collect that data. You can, however, still collect information that can lead you to the promised land, knowing who is engaging and having real-life conversations with them. When you know what pages real people are visiting, it just makes sense to entice them to keep engaging. But how? One way is to ask questions. If you add a call to action, think like a banner ad that says, got questions, click here. You can be sure that at least some of the page visitors will take you up on that. This generally can take them to a contact us form where they can fill out their question and basic contact info. This can be effective, but people equate giving contact info to being added to an email list. So, those who don't have an immediate need may hesitate. Another way is to predictively answer questions. We do this with a decision tree. This, like a banner ad, gets people to click through. The difference is they're not forced to give any info to get answers. The first page confirms that we understand their issue and that they're in the right place. When they click next, they're given two to three options to narrow down their issue and outcomes. Finally, it takes them to a page that offers a good, better, best option trio, the power of three, and lets them download a PDF slick with those options and additional information where no contact info is required. Also on that page, you can add other links to resources. This could be videos, webinars, eBooks, links to more detailed pages, and an opportunity to connect with a member of your sales team. Some of those options may require contact info to complete, but at this point, they've probably engaged enough to improve your chances that they will want to engage more. This is a great way to drive additional measurable traffic to pages and resources associated with marketing development funds. Our decision tree also allows us to tag the person interacting. If they choose to give information in any form on the website, we can track when and which decision tree they engaged with, even if it's weeks or days before they provide any contact details. This provides key insights into website visits and activity, which can be analyzed and utilized by management and or salespeople. This has been a game changer for not only my business, but my client's business. And keep in mind, this is not like one of those cookies that tracks you across the internet from other websites. 
It's not going to stalk you when you go to Amazon. It's limited to your website only and only tracks activity of people for about 30 days. So let me leave you with some final thoughts. Keep in mind, this is not designed to trick visitors into disclosing information. It's all about trust. It often takes time and multiple interactions to get people to trust you and your business enough to want to engage and continue to engage. The secret sauce is knowing what questions your audience wants to have answered and providing them with quality options to explore, even if it does not lead to an immediate or even a future sale. Think of all this as business intelligence, and you can use that intelligence to build trust. And as I've said before, trust takes time and trust takes patience. So I want to leave you with a quote from Napoleon Hill. He says, action is the real measure of intelligence. So let me ask you a question. How are you collecting intelligence that will help you and your team improve sales? Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. Bacon.